What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the weekly drop. Um, slow week, not much happening, um, but we'll, we'll dive into a couple of topics. Um, firstly, I want to congratulate a few things. Um, but first, Hesh, how you been? I've been well. Like you said, a slow week. Um, so not an awful lot to get through, I guess. But um, the one thing I haven't given track of is MBL1 to a degree. Um, so let's, I guess we'll start with that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, big week of NBA one. Before we get started, make sure you guys subscribe and follow on whatever listening platform you guys are listening on. Um, it means a lot and we appreciate it. First of all, the NBA one West finals took place. Um, the Perry Lakes Hawks took it out in the men's and the Willerton Tigers took it out in the women's. Andrew Ferguson took on the MVP. I think he had 18 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, Matt Leary had a big game, uh, 21-year-old. He had 17 points. Um, so, yeah, it looked like a really good game. Rockingham came second, Rockingham Flames. The women's, um, congratulations to the Willerton Tigers. Um, Sam Lubke, who I think had a huge season. Just filling the stats, filling the stat sheet all season. Um, and Alex Sharp, who was the MVP of the season, took home the grand final MVP. Um, they look like an unstoppable team. NBA, NBA One Central had their semifinals. NBA One North had the semifinals. Um, NBA One Central has got a big matchup this weekend. Uh, CJ Turnage, uh, the MVP of the Central League, is going to go up against Jack McVeigh and Sunday Detch. Any any takers? You think you think Jack McVeigh and Sunday are going to get it, or you think CJ Turnage is going to going to well, take them out? I mean, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough game. I, I watched a little bit of NBA One Central. I watched them play against Southern Tigers. Yeah. Um, my boy Cam Coleman plays for the the Southern Tigers. So I tuned into that game, and the Tigers lost. They were down big time. To who does McVeigh Dash play for? North Adelaide, North right? Adelaide, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were um down big time, and they came back. Um, and Sunday Dash wasn't playing that game. I'm assuming he's going to be back for the for the final. Um, but they um they look pretty good, North Adelaide. Um, CJ Turnage has impressed me all season. Like he's been a yeah MVP, like you said. So he's mm. played like that. Um, in these situations, to be fair, Jack McVeigh is not a to me anyway. Um, he doesn't seem like someone that's going to take over a game. He'll have big numbers. He'll dominate the glass and he'll shoot the hell out of the ball because he's an absolute sniper. But, I, I mean, he, I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to come out and, and dominate and take over. And, and you know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't doesn't have that type of vibe to him personally. I think CJ Turnage, if he plays well, they have a chance, man, for sure. For Although sure. Sunday Detch sure. is, is probably, you know, we'll talk about it later when we when we talk about my question. But he's, he's to me, the best defender in the NBL. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one. I, I like North Adelaide, though. I think they, they might get over the line. Sure. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna say North Adelaide get it. It'll be close. Um, mm. But Sunday, Detch had 31 in the semis. Um, McVeigh, oh, McVeigh, McVeigh, yeah. Um, McVeigh's had a couple 30-point games. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how they go. In the NBL 1 North, Jerron Jameson and Emmanuel Malou and the Mackay Meteorites. Uh, took down. Give me a second. They took down uh, Rip City, Tanner Krebs. Yeah. Um, big game. 
and the Cairns Taipans took down the Logan Thunder, which I really think a lot of people were surprised about because Logan Thunder went 12 wins and one loss throughout the whole season. Um, and they dominated in the playoff run and everyone thought it was going to be an easy route. And then they lost by 30 to Cairns without Majuk Dang, without Nate Jarwai, and without um, Mirko uh, Jarek. Rich, yeah. So I don't know what, and without Kai Statman, that young guy off the bench. So I don't know yeah. what happened with Logan. Uh, 30 point loss in the semis, bit disappointing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't watch the game personally. So I don't know what happened. It looked like they had their whole team. There must be something mm-hmm. behind it. You don't just lose 30 by 30 in the semis after going 12 and 1 all season. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. We'll Cairns type ends. Um, I, I think I got, got Makai. I think I got Makai taking that one out. Makai, tough man. Malou's been tough all season. I've got another one of my friends up there, really Emmy for for, for Keddy. Yeah, he's been having a great season. He, he got defensive player of the year for this for their club. Um, so he's been having a good season. Froling's left, has he? Yeah, I think he's off to he's off to Illawarra. Right here, following the NBL. So Makai um, have stacked from the jump. They were already pretty stacked. So I think they'll. Um, yeah, I think they'll get them too, to be honest. Yeah, Emmanuel Malou had 34 in the semis. Huge game. And you saw the, you saw the dunk. The dunk was, bro, that's nice. That's, that's what the hell. Yeah, I hope he has a good season at, at Adelaide. Yeah, I would have gone down to watch, but I think the game's going to be in um, Mackay or Cairns. Oh, that's, like a, that's like an hour, hour and a half, two-hour trip on plane from mine. So. You don't have that Oz Hooper's private jet? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> The helicopter. <laughs> yeah, the chopper. Um, there's been a couple. There's been a couple of moves around the NBL. Um, firstly, Tim Conrad re-signed with the Hawks. Obviously, a vet. I think he's an injury replacement for one of the Hawks mm-hmm. players. Not sure which one. Um, the Bullets today signed their next star. Big news for us. Was waiting for it. They've finally done it. Out of Lithuania. Um, forgive me if I pronounce the last name wrong, but I think it's Tom Digbu. Um, averaged 7.7 points in the Lithuania League. He looks good. Ranked 77 in the ESPN big board of uh, 2022 draft prospects. Mojave Kings ranked 74, to put that into a bit of comparison. Um, I saw a little bit of a mixtape. He looks athletic. He looks, um, looks like he's got a big wingspan. So we'll see how he goes. I think, I, think he'll, I think he'll move into our roster just by the look of his clips and stuff like that. If he doesn't, I don't really mind. Um, I think he's. I haven't he's heard shooting. of him, to be honest. Yeah, either have I, to be honest. Before today, yeah, I think he's a six-five shooting guard, small forward. Okay. So we'll see how he goes. Um, nice. Kyle Zunick, obviously today as well, signed to Perth. Perth making starting to make some moves, starting to get it rolling a little bit. Um, young guy, I think he's 23, 24, um, from Winthrop. Average uh, thirteen point seven points in the NBL One North. Uh, big signing for Perth. I think he, just by um, looking at the way he plays, I think he'll move into the rotation of Perth's team as well. Um, yeah, I think he's under DP plus one. Yeah, that's right. So I, I like Carl Zunick's game, man. He impressed me all season. He's lefty. He's a shooter. He can get in the paint. He's strong. Doesn't get bumped off the ball. Decent facilitator. Just got the tools to be good, good, solid NBL guard, I think. Yeah, I think he averaged 13, 6... So- Six assists, four rebounds, two steals. Yeah. Um, so solid numbers. Definitely. Um, 
I think I think he'll be there long. He's one of those guys that'll stay there long term for Perth. Mm. Um, he plays well, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll see. Um, and then the big one this week, Xavier Munford has signed with the Southeast Melbourne. Um, this one's interesting because they signed Zach Hankins and they've now released him due to injury. I think he hurt himself in the summer league playing for the Phoenix Suns. Um, Xavier Munford comes in. I'm presuming he's going to replace Keith Sykes at the one. See, mm-hmm. Southeast Melbourne's still going to make a couple moves, um, but we'll see. Xavier Munford's a big signing. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's big. I think they're big. I think Southeast Melbourne still are going to struggle personally just yeah, with their roster. I just don't think they're going to make make moves. They might be okay. Um, Xavier Munford will make a difference, but I can't see them really competing with the Kings or the Hawks right yeah. now. I agree. I agree with that completely. Um, we'll see what they what else they do with their roster. They've still got a couple of um, good signings. I think wet, losing mm. Wetzel was a big problem. Big time, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll, Mitch Creek has to step up a little bit, but we'll see how he goes. Yeah. We'll get into our questions. Uh, for those who don't know, me and Hesh will ask each other a question that we've thought about throughout the week, and we'll give our takes on it. So my question is, we'll also drop these on our page. Maybe put a poll up on our story or you guys can drop comments on your thoughts on how you would answer these questions. My question this week is, which NBL player is bound to make the biggest breakout this season? Ooh. Okay. Can we, obviously we can't, we can, we can include rookies into this. So anyone that's going to come in and just have a, a, a base season. I guess you kind can, of like yeah. out of the blue, you're asking like someone yeah. that's just gone. Okay. I've already told you my most improved, I think will be Travis. Okay. Uh, followed closely by Joe, big Joe from, from Melbourne, from United. I think those two are like my most improved kind of guys, but they've already been on the map. So I'm going to go with a bit of a, a smoky pick. Um, and, and I'm going to say Mo King's going to, kind of shoot his way up to to being a lottery pick. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think Adelaide, I think they'll play him. I think they'll utilize him. I think he'll he'll come back with some confidence, hopefully understand how quickly things can turn from good to bad and bad to good when you're in that kind of limelight. Um and hopefully he, he bounces back. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mo King as my my breakout year. For sure. That's a good take. We, we, we've seen um, spurts of Mo last season. Um, we've seen how Adelaide utilised their next stars. Giddy. Um, we'll see how he goes. That's a good answer. My pick, um, I think he's going to be in the case for MVP. Um, I'm going to go Finn Delaney. I think he moves into MVP conversation. And I think he moves into uh, the topic of the next question. <laughs> your your yeah. question. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Finn Delaney. Yeah, Finn Delaney. I, I mess with that. Um, my question is this too. Let's let's kind of look ahead and try and look at our all NBL first team mm-hmm. and all yeah. NBL defensive teams. Okay. You got first team first. NBL first team. We can knock this one straight off. Point guard Bryce Cotton. Okay. No question about it. This is this is healthy. Obviously, he needs to stay healthy. He can't miss games. If he misses three games, yeah, yeah. four games, it's a big, big... Let's, let's assume everyone stays healthy. Yeah, Bryce Cotton at the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to skip the two because it's controversial, and I'm going to put RJ Hunter at the three. 
Um, Ooh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll come back to the two. I've got RJ Hunter at the three. Um, I've got Finn Delaney at the four. I think Breakers push into that fourth spot. And I think he's a huge part of it. I think he puts up numbers all across the board. Yeah. I think he has a huge season. Finn Delaney at the four. Peyton Seaver will be yeah. a big part, but because Bryce Cotton's and there's a stack guards all across the league, I don't think he makes the all NBL first team. Maybe Seaver second. doesn't make it. No, maybe second team, maybe third team. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Findelaney's my four. And then the five, I've got Isaac Humphreys. Now the two, I'll go back to the two. Mm-hmm. It's tough because you can put Tyler Harvey in there. You can put Peyton Seaver in there. You can put Sobe in there. Um, gosh. But I'm going to put Josh Maggetti in there from Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Okay. Um, I think that roster is very spaced out. I think he has the the platform to put on a show. I saw a little highlight clip of him the other day. I haven't seen much of him, but what I saw was like three minutes of like insane passes, like stuff you couldn't even see from bird's eye ESPN view and he's pulling it off on the court. Um, yeah. I think he has the chance to put up good numbers at Jack Jumpers. Um, I don't think they have a really deep roster, so it's going to be hard um, to put up. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I just think the ball's in his hands most of the time, and I think he'll he'll put up stats. So I'm going to put him yeah. in there too. Now the reason I'm the re- hold on, hold on. I got I got I got to say why I'm not putting Tyler Harvey there because he's an obvious choice. Um, yeah. The reason why I'm not putting Tyler Harvey there is because I think Illawarra will have a really stacked roster this season. Um, I think Duop Reef will steal a bit of his points, even though he might benefit with Duop Reef rolling to the basket. And I think Travis Trice. Um, takes it away a, bit a little of, bit. Takes it away a little bit. That's the only reason. I think Tyler Harvey will be point guard of the second team, but we'll see. What about you? Who's first team? Yeah, I got a slightly different take okay. um, to you, which is always which is always good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, at the one. I'm gonna go with Bryce Cotton. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's. He'll have another phenomenal year. He didn't look like he was slowing down anytime. The only thing is he came coming off an injury. So I'm hoping he bounces back well. He's proven to be understand the league in and out and just dominate. So can't see that changing. Um, and he's a dog too. He doesn't really back down, you know, like he's wants it every single night. So I'm gonna go with with Bryce. I'm gonna agree with you with with Humphreys at the five if he stays healthy as well. Yep. So those two spots were in agreement. My two guard is going to be Tyler Harvey. Okay. I I just I just can't see him not averaging twenty five points a game. Like I think he's going to lead the league in scoring potentially. Um, I think he's going to be massive for them. Yep. Uh, the three. This is like this is where it gets tough. interesting. This is like really tough. Like it's it's hard to know like where you go, who do you look at, what's going to happen. I think Vic Law. Bryce Cotton will get a really good balance. Yeah. I think Vic Law will put up really good numbers. I think he'll average like 17, 8, and 4 or something, like just that perfect second fiddle to Bryce, but potential to be a, a, a first option too. Obviously, we know from his talent coming off that injury too, and he'll bounce his way back to the NBA, I think, off a really good season. So he's my three. Yeah. And just, four, before, you, just before you say your four, yeah. um, for the people who um, – this will come out tomorrow morning. We're recording this on Monday. For the people who listened to our Vic Law podcast last night, um, he mentioned that he thought he had a mediocre season with the Bullets. He didn't shoot too well. People were doubling him. He kind of felt like people were portraying him as a post-up inside scorer. 
So he thought he played pr- pretty mediocre. So he reckons he's going to level up this season. So we'll see. I think he will too. Now the four, I got a few names that I'm that I'm tossing up between, and I'm struggling to pick. I'm going to be honest. Like I was thinking, do rate. I think he, he'd be impactful with the Hawks. I thought he'd come in and have a big impact. Then I was thinking Jarrell Martin. Mm. I thought he could be he could be massive. Um, and then I was thinking, oh, you know, um, Will Magne might have a breakout at, at Tasmania. Maybe he might slide into the four. Uh, but I'm going to go with um, your pick. I'm going to go small ball and play Phil Dela- uh, Finn Delaney at the four. We know he can play a bit of the four spot. Um, but I think his numbers are going to be pretty impressive this year. I agree with you. I think he's going to have a big breakout year. Not as, not as big as Joe and um, Luke Travers, who I said initially were going to be really impressive. But Finn last year was already kind of in the conversation. You know what I mean? Like exactly. he was, so I, don't, I think he was already kind of, kind of there or thereabouts last year, like put, playing that type of basketball. So I think he'll just do that for a whole year now. Um, yeah. and I think that, those are my five that are, that are all five. Do I think those are the five best players in the league? Probably not. We could have a, another interesting debate about that at another time. But for the for the purpose of all NBA first team and how they selected and based on numbers and performances, that's how I think it's going to go down. Yeah. All right. So you asked NBA first team. I'll get into my defensive team. Um, I think you already kind of have an idea who yours is. So I'll let you go first while I think about mine. I have to look at the rosters. For sure. Have a think about it. I've got a few, once again, like I'm tossing up a little bit. This is not an easy, these aren't easy to pick, man. You're talking about, you know, 90 90 players that we're selecting from, 90, 100 players. So it's hard to pick five. Uh, At the one, I'm going Sunday Dead. No questions asked. That guy is just an absolute clamp. Yeah. Um, so I think he'll 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 definitely be there. Um, at the two guard, now there's a few guys that, that play pretty good defense out on the wing. Um, I think the RJ Hunter is supposed to be a, a good defender. Uh, he's supposed to to be really um, what's the word disruptive on the defensive end. Um, so so I I'm gonna slide. RJ Hunter to the two spot. My three is going to be a bigger three that can defend multiple positions and rebounds the hell out the ball. Xavier Cooks. That's my that's my three guard. Well, my 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 small forward. My four is going to be probably one of the only shining lights for Southeast Melbourne this year. I'm going to stick Creaky there, Mitch Creek, at the four spot. I think he'll continue to just clamp up on D and probably be top three in rebounds, top four in rebounds. And number five, bit of a smoky here. Had a couple of options um, to pick from. But I, I'm going to say big fella from Brisbane, Tyrell. Yeah. I'm going to say he leads the league in boards. Yep. That was a huge season. Yeah, he rebounds and he blocks shots. Yeah. Those are my, that's yeah. going to be my defensive team. Honorable mentions, I've got to put Travis there. Yeah. Because I think he's an unbelievable defender who just miss out maybe. I think Boali Bales is going to really surprise some people how well he plays defense. I think he's more effective on that end of the floor than actual offense, which is a bit scary, but he's a, he's an absolute clamp. Yeah. Um, so those two guys are, are going to miss out for me. I think um, depending on, on minutes as well and opportunity, 
the, the United signed a guy named Dion Brewster. Yeah. He's yeah. he's an absolute clamp. Like he works hard defensively and he plays really good D. Um, so those guys will just depends on like I just know from the inside that I think I know there's some there's some clamp defenders going around, but not similarly to all first team. I don't think those five players are the necessarily the best defenders of raw talent and abilities, but I think that's how they will line up in terms of their all, all NBL defensive team. For sure. Um, I'm going to go at the one I'm going to put Mitch Norton. Yep. Um, I think he was runner up last year. Um, really good defender. I think he starts at the one for Perth so far. Yep. Um, they haven't signed their third import yet. We'll see what that is. I'm presuming they're going to sign a big man. Big man, sorry. So I'm going to put Mitch Norton at the one. I think he's going to guard most of the best players in the league. I'm going to put him at the one. At the two, I'm going to put Sunday Detch. Don't need to yeah. reason that. We know what he can do. At the three, I'm going to put Travers. I think he's going to come off the bench, be a small forward. Um, he's really lengthy. can rebound the hell out of it. Um, so good at blocking the ball and timing and t- anticipating. Uh, steals. Um, he's crazy. I think he'll get more minutes this year, and I think he'll he'll be pushing for first-team defense. Or um, is where it gets interesting. Now, I want to yeah. say, just by looking at a couple of clips, I want to say Robert Franks from the Bullets. I think he's yeah, a yeah, okay. huge part in our game. Um, but um, I'm going to put Joe Luol at Jewel at the four for Melbourne. Yep. Starting at the centre now, he can defend. And then at the five, I'm going to put Will Magne. Starting at Jack Jumpers, same thing. We saw what he did at the Bullets, best shot blocker in the um, in the NBL. Um, I think he'll go back to that. He just needs to lock in a little bit. I think that's my that's my defensive first team. The only arguable one, arguable one is Luke Travers. You could probably slot in someone else there, but we'll see. I think I think you got to you got to put someone in there that's a little bit of a. Uh, you're hoping for some some magic, and it seems a bit crazy. But you know, you never know. Those are the type of predictions that that you need to make if you know the league and you've been watching the league for a long time, and you and you can sense a trend coming. I agree, Travis is going to be impactful for Perth, and it's not a stretch to say that he's going to be one of the best defenders in the NBL. So if he plays major minutes, if Travis plays major minutes, he'll be in contention for all defensive team. There's no question about that. Um, it's the same that I can say for a lot of those guys. I wanted to put Duar Reed in there as well. Personally, uh, he's probably going to be the best shot blocker in the league. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's so many ways you can go, and and I'm I'm sure without a doubt I've missed some guys in terms of like um, talent, next stars, and and imports that I'm not too familiar with at this point in time. That mm-hmm. are probably like just like come on, man, I'm, I'm the best defender in the league. That's how they're probably yeah. looking at it. And I'm sure I've missed out on, on them. So we'll find out how it goes. That's just based on my current knowledge and current feel. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this mid-season and see kind of where we're at with it. You know? Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Quick episode, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. Our weekly drops uh, do really well. We get a lot of view, uh, listeners and viewers each week, so we appreciate it. Um, we got Vic Law, which dropped last night, so go watch that if you haven't already. And we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the next episode.